chugging along, writing a song when something special comes along. It's a long-winded directionless discussion for conversationalists. You bring the wit, you bring the brains, and we'll talk it over between takes. Welcome to Between Takes with Opal Entertainment. We are your hosts, Olivia O'Neill. And Aiden Driscoll. And we have a lot of conversations. One of our favorite things to do is have lengthy convos with interesting people. So we started a podcast. On this podcast, you can hear us talk about the process of our writing and the inspiration that we find in music, movies, and art that intrigues us. Our conversations may range from just a random story about a trip to the grocery store to exploring our purpose as humans in a very existential way. One of our hopes with this podcast is to expand our community. We hope to have guests hear from our listeners listeners get you involved in things we think are important. So tune in for some conversations from a couple of kids who think they know better. And sit back and enjoy this week's episode of Between Takes. I'm just going to put it right here. <clears throat> hey folks, welcome back. While uh, Liv is putting her hair in a ponytail, I will provide a brief introduction to today's episode. Her ponytail has okay, been good. finished, <laughs> so we are good to go. So we've been listening to this song oh. called Frida by the Morning Siders. This is such a good song, you guys. It's so fun. It is so much fun. It's so catchy. I yeah. don't understand. It's super fun. So that's a cool one. And it's it's one. Do you do the? I don't know if you do this, but I do, and I know some people, a lot of people who do. It's one of the songs you can just put on repeat for like yes. an hour. Yes. And just jam out to so easily and just have a great so time. So weird. I. It's like his voice is so pleasant. Everything about the song is so it's so like it's it's pleasant, but still it's just so upbeat and mm-hmm. fun and laid back and chill. But yeah, um, this is probably going to be a bit of a shorter episode because uh, we're recording it a bit bit late in the game. We had a few things pop up that filled up our time, and we had a episode recorded already. <laughs> yeah, which we lost because software Technology. was yeah that'll happen. So, here we are. We're we're trying to recap some of the things we talked about last night. So, let's start off this way, Liv. I I brought this up to you yesterday. I want to know if you have any further thoughts. What is the worst movie you've ever seen? I mean, I can think of, like, a a range of, like, okay, those aren't very good, but they weren't trying to be good. I feel like a bad movie that's, like, people trying and it's it's bad makes it even more bad. Like Really? uh Uh-huh. Interesting. Like, think I, of the mo- mo- like the Emoji Movie. Have you seen it? No. Okay. Have you? Yeah. Huh. I don't remember where I watched it. And they weren't. And you're saying that's one where they're not trying. So they're not trying just... to play. They're trying to make a funny movie for kids. Like that was the point of it. Oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Where like I'm trying to think of a movie that was trying to be really good, but was bad like like la la land <laughs> hey it's like, a movie. Weird, um, like trying to be good in a like revolutionary artistic manner or trying to possibly be good or just like a well done movie i don't know just mm. like i think of so the emoji for most people the emoji movie and like the lego movie are put in <sighs> a similar genre right yeah but the lego movie is exponentially better yeah they were trying to make a good movie and they succeeded i don't think the emoji movie is trying to make a good movie they're trying to make a passable movie for kids to make money Mm -hmm. not not for kids to make money no passable movie for kids to make money and in that whereas lego movie was trying to make a great movie 
happens to be that is great great for everybody yeah Yeah. and it's yeah i think trying to make a movie that's great for kids it's like that isn't that demographic is too specific it's too specific you gotta just make it make a good movie Uh, yeah but i mean there can be good movies that we watch now that you wouldn't want your kids to watch but you still think it's a good movie right like la la land for example there's parts of it that you'd be like i'm not gonna let my kids watch that what point of them not watching that like they're not gonna be able to watch their 15 or something or well there's like a bad word in it at one point yeah i feel like bad words are easy enough to censor i know that's what i'm saying though there's Sure. That part of the movie you wouldn't let your kid watch. Sure. At five or six. Well, yeah. So that's something that's so like. So in some sense, sometimes you have to make a movie that is for kids in that sense, right? And then it's clean. And I like guess. Totally appropriate for yeah. Them. Right, but it should still be a good movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I'm just saying you can make that demo. I don't. I think you can say this is a kids a demographic for kids, right or no? Um. Like you I don't think that's inherently to, bad. I don't think that that is how it should be done. So I think how? You, okay. I think you should start with here is Lego Movie is a good movie. Yeah. It was created by people who wanted to tell a cool story. Who right. wanted to? Who? I mean, it started with just Chris Miller and Phil Lord watching all these YouTube videos of people in their living rooms doing amazing stop motion with Legos. Right. And they're like, "Wow, what if we did a full movie like that? Wouldn't that be awesome?" Mm-hmm. And then it was just them exploring and having tons of fun. And those two guys are geniuses, and they just yeah. know stories so, so well. Good. And that was, I mean, I, I sincerely believe that was not them going like, let's make a kid. let's make a kids movie, <laughs> let's let's try and sell Lego products. It was entirely just let's make a great movie that's mm-hmm. telling an awesome story. Let's share amazing characters, and that's that is the most important thing in any type of storytelling. Right. I agree. You know, I grew up watching Kenneth Branagh's Henry V, mm-hmm. and it that ends with this giant battle between the English and the French, and that was, I mean, Kenneth Branagh was is sometimes credited as being like the one who who made who took Shakespeare and, and took the, the frilly collars and, mm. and tights away. <laughs> and actually, you know, he, he gave, you know, the, the characters in Henry V like authentic yeah. costumes and armor yeah. and they're out there in the mud and they're actually fighting and it's bloody and it's incredibly violent. And that was a movie I grew up watching and but not watching the last twenty minutes of because it's just uh. it's it's fighting and it's Was that torture kinda? That. Yeah. Could sometimes. be like what i can't finish the movie and well no i'd finish it because then there would be well that's the thing is like there were specific parts where i think my parents were very purposeful about like mm-hmm. this part you can watch because this part is incredibly important to the story mm-hmm. so it's like this little bit of violence you can watch and then it's like don't watch this though and yeah. then it's like this you can watch but not anyway we could watch them all because then at the very end it ends with them carrying all the dead they're singing non nobis domine it's an amazing movie Liv. you need to watch it <laughs> they're singing non nobis domine and they're carrying all the bodies to like the wagon and all that mm-hmm. and we could watch that part once they were dead we could watch it we just couldn't watch the actual actual killing of anything anyway i might be okay i would be okay with that just watching dead people not watching the killing yeah it's an amazing movie i think you would it's just so good it's so well done but that was a movie i mean there there are certain things in my family my parents were very purposeful about this story is too good to not you know Mm -hmm. even though there may be a swear word and did you find it interesting what age were you like watching that eight ten like as early yeah. as I can remember, I've been watching that movie. Did you like it for the movie, or did you like it for the experience of your family watching it together at um, that age? Like, how did you know that you appreciated? At or first, when did you I liked learn to it appreciate? because of the music. Because of the music at like five. Yeah. He didn't. Bum bum bada dum bum. It's so good. The music. I wish I was like that. The music is so good in that movie. It is. That is. I feel like. You good. 
looking on Sparkling I feel Water. like... <laughs> As you do. Yeah. <laughs> I think there are a lot of early, like, when I think about, like, early, early music that I love that made me, like, just love music were Stars of St. Petersburg. Okay. The soundtrack to Henry V, and then a bunch of other, like, musical soundtracks. Hello Dolly, Hello Dolly mm-hmm. the Fantastics, all that. And those were, like, the things that made me just, like, I it was just so you're constant. you connoisseur of yurts. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um... Where were we going with this? We were talking about bad movies. And then I, <laughs> sorry, I got on my soapbox about kids' movies. Yeah. That's the thing. That, like. <sighs> yeah. So let's trans. I mean, we were going to talk about one of the bad movies that we watched recently. Yeah. And they were trying to be a good movie, right? Yeah. And it was bad. So that's kind of an bad. example of it. Yeah. So to me, the emoji movie is worse than this movie because it doesn't even care. It's like the fact that they spend millions of dollars on this and they don't even care if it's good or not. They just want to make money back. I think. I mean, it's hard to like, sometimes I I have a hard time saying that as me, who's not even in that, to be like judging that. I can judge my experience and what I know is my experience is that it's a bad movie. That's what my opinion is. Mm -hmm. Um, So. I don't know if we can. I don't know. So we watched the movie Spin the other night. Okay. Which, not a very good movie. It's. It's about a DJ, <laughs> aka Spin, as in spinning the record. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. Should we go into... <laughs> there is so much detail. It's one of those movies where it's like there is so much detail that does not need to be there. It's like we don't need these... these like You could literally cut like three of the characters and the story or would not change at all. Or even the scene will run on yeah. for a few minutes or a few seconds long. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, cut. Yeah. Cut to the next. And okay, move on. That's one of... I mean, I don't know if you want me to talk about this now. Go for it. Um, so it's about a girl that uh, wants to be a D de- or she ends up being a DJ in the film. Be- mm-hmm. the film. The f- <laughs> what am I? 80? <laughs> um, anyway, there, I don't know how much to preface this with. Basically when they're spinning the records, um, they all, every single time they spin it, they, they sp- do one spin and then put their hand on their like headphone, like you know, you you uh-huh. think of people else in music or whatever, and um, they do this funky little dance, and it, it drives so me crazy. Annoying. But it lasts for like five seconds, which yeah. doesn't sound long. The actual... But when in the movie context, mm-hmm. and you're just watching them do like this, like yeah, and it's not even that good anyway. And the actual record spin is like half a second, and then they're just spending the next like five ten seconds, <laughs> just like what, just what? like raising like, the raise arms it. up trying to get people hyped, <laughs> mm-hmm. and. Yeah, it's it wasn't good for a lot of reasons, yeah. and it just and they've just played um <laughs> like if you look up house DJ music or something or whatever. Yeah, it's the most like it's so stock. generic, yeah. I, and it makes it. I don't know much about DJing or that type of art form, I guess, mm-hmm. and I'm sure I like I know that there's really talented, like skillful mm-hmm. people that do that. This put such a bad name on it because they'll just be standing at the board you know, and move the fader to the right and then be like, oh my goodness, this is revolutionary. And, <laughs> and they just way oversimplify things. Like, as it went, like, towards the very end yeah. when it was, like, building up for the climax, when she's actually, like, working on that one song and she's, like, coming mm-hmm. up with ideas and finding samples, it's like, yeah. see, if the whole movie were this, if the movie were created for the purpose of showing here's how, how talented DJs yeah. and remixers can be... <laughs> That could have been a really cool moment of like, yeah. wow, she's finding all these different sounds and all that. But then, yeah, they're just like filming this guy like smacking buckets and stuff. And like, whoa, it's a new sound. And like, yeah. I don't think that's and then, legal, and then, but... Yeah. And then 
even like little things like they'll film they'll she'll work so she was making this um dj track mm-hmm. by using a bunch of different random sounds so like right. like you were saying this guy mm-hmm. hitting a bucket or the stove like the click of the stove yeah. or whatever it is and they use their phone to record that and then somehow magically it gets onto her record and it's perfectly clean with yeah. no outside sounds and i'm like and it's that doesn't those... make any sense because it, yeah, you're yeah. in the street well and all you hear is the bucket on the track apparently because right, it's right. somehow and it's one of those that like it's it, okay it is doable to transfer digital data to vinyl however this 15 year old girl in her bedroom who's never done this who's is never like a done new this thing. before and her friends were just randomly one day like hey here's a bunch of dj equipment bye and they haven't had like nine completely yeah. blank vinyls for her to record onto but even just how do you get rid of that outside sound like it's very difficult like anyway. it's doable there are right. thi- but that's the thing where it's like and what software the thing. are you if, using yeah and if that were part of the movie where like exactly if they exactly. actually cared about it but that's what i'm saying it, it's it, like they overpass that because they mm-hmm. think we're that dumb right. <laughs> and the thing was what's what's a what's a the, the pitch was how do we make a movie for teens about teens where it's about the the pr- protagonist um proving to the world that they can prove something yeah okay. i mean if we and then they and then they put the frame of djing around it kind right. of loosely sort of <laughs> as opposed to starting with I think that's why a lot of people loved Whiplash so much mm. was because it was like, it was Damien Chazelle saying, this is kind of what my experience was in a way. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's exaggerate it, romanticize it and make yeah. it weird and crazy. But they made it real too. It's even though it was romanticized, it gave an outlook, even as us as mu- like people, musicians or whatever, it's mm-hmm. like, it put a reality of sorts on like yeah. the practice time, on the mm-hmm. intensity, on the pressure, on whatever it right. is. So that, this just didn't even like i don't know if it makes kids want to be like her or if it makes them feel bad about themselves that they can't do that because and that's the thing with like yeah sorry that's the thing like whiplash where they he i feel like they use that to your advantage like the movie's over and you're like how am i supposed to feel you know was this well to be honest i didn't know if i was gonna like it because it is such like an intense intense. and i held off watching it for a long time people around me had been watching it Mm -hmm. and i you know it's like four like three years later Mm -hmm. um watched it and i was incredibly inspired i think i had a different reaction than i was like i'm gonna go learn to play the drums now I was like, yes. That is entirely different. The movie, yes. you know how the movie ends with like him like drumming yeah. and all that, and it's just it's just building and building. Someone and I, it ends for me, and I'm like, was that a victory? You know yes. what I mean? Really? Yes. Is I think that's. I mean, I think I don't think know. of all the times that he was not going to do it. It doesn't mean that when you do it, finally, it's easy. Right. It was okay. a victory because he kept doing it yeah. and kept on. And it doesn't and I like that it doesn't seem like, okay, now everything is good and I have it. That's the true. next week he's gonna have to do something else that's gonna be really intense. Yeah. That's what being that's what with any skill set I think you should have um that mentality of growth. It's right. not like you ever reach right. the end. So I thought it was amazing. Um Like it's a great movie. It's, it's But it is intense. It's, it's it's not one you watch for fun necessarily. No, it's, it's not like, it's not one of those like, hey, come over, we're having a game night. Oh yeah, Whiplash will be playing in the background. That's <laughs> that's a very weird game. The actors game night. in that though. So good. He was gonna be Sebastian in La La Land. What? Yes. Did I know what? He was gonna be Sebastian. He would have been such a I feel like He's, Ryan Gosling did such a good job because there was this sort of formal 
like yeah elegance about him where i think miles teller's acting would be a little more he's really good at being well all i know is from whiplash um kind of kind of quirky shy (laughs) but also kind of like okay yeah Uh kind of uh, intimidated where i think that would not have been a good role for sebastian sebastian like need to be passionate and fiery and really no yeah. like um sense of and just older right well i guess miles teller probably would have been older actually in hollywood would time passes differently oh right forgot right. remember Botox. Botox. i was just about <laughs> to say that i was just about to that <laughs> oh. anyway good times we didn't go yesterday when we were recording this before we kind of went to more detail about um spins like the whole movie as a, as a whole i don't know if we want to go into that i mean it's, it's it, it, i don't know how necessary it is. i yeah. mean you can watch it if you want it's just bad but it's one of the like <laughs> i like watching bad movies yeah the reason we watched it was because we knew it was going mm-hmm. to be i have See, never been in 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 aiden and eman have this is kind of their thing tradition. <laughs> it's so good i've never been taken part of it it was pretty fun though I think the closest you've had is when we watched Gilmore Girls together and we make fun of it a little bit. Yeah, but then <laughs> But so then it funny. actually gets good at Guys, times and we're so, like, oh, that was a Yeah, we started out like that and then it's so funny because then the boys would be like, can we watch Gilmore Girls tonight? <laughs> Fine. Did I think coming to be roommates with boys but, yeah. that I would be, can we watch Gilmore Girls meet ice cream? Um, yes. That's if my dreams come true. Remember one... It was a while back, but we had a, a pretty solid night one night where we got a bunch of candy, candy and snacks, and we played Ticket to Ride <laughs> and watched Gilmore Girls for like three hours. It was the best. Was we awesome have not night. done that for so long. We haven't. Even got a girlfriend. Even now. got a girlfriend. Been busy. Um, Before we go, I wanted to touch on probably our first. For me, this was like a revolutionary moment when we were in Chicago. When we were touring in Chicago and we watched. This was with. A bigger Skybolt. group. It yeah. was like our big theater group or right. whatever. And we watched Leap. Watch that again. Everyone, I think it's on Netflix still. It's worth the watch. So if you let like me the- give a backstory of this okay. though quick. Sorry. You're good. We've been rehearsing all day outside. Um, and like literally all day. So I think it was like the evening, like seven or something. Mm-hmm. My mom, who is kind of, I would say... <laughs> Our tour manager or something. Also I mean, she our, said also our tour mom. Also, my mom <laughs> um, was like, "Okay, we got to get these kids out of their heads." Kind of like right. we kind of like not just go. We were home kind of in a group, yeah. Especially since yeah, we were staying at like Airbnb. So anyway, um, we kind of couldn't get out of each other's. No, <laughs> so she's like, "Let's go see a movie." We really, really, really our group as a whole. We really like Pixar movies, <laughs> and so she found this animated movie that was not a Pixar movie, but it was called Leap. Um, and so we were going, you know, we were, she was like, well, this will be fine. Like, it, right. who knows? Cause even there was hardly anything playing either. Right. So it was like, this is probably the best we got right. yeah, that or I don't know. What was it? I don't probably know. Some action movie, movie with Meryl Streep or yeah. some Fast and Furious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So that's all. Yeah. And we, it, it started out and I thought. You know, I was like, the opening, that's like, the, there's like an opening sequence where it kind of introduces the two main characters. I forget their mm-hmm. names because the movie was so boring. Um, <laughs> wasn't boring. It's boring for the first half. <laughs> it gets so much, it gets, it gets so much worse, which makes it so much better yeah. as it goes. Well, as soon as you recognize that, it's bad. Yeah. Right. 
So you introduce those characters, and then there's like this kind of like opening title sequence, like some credits rolling, there's a song playing, and this little girl they're in this orphanage. The girl wants to be a dancer, the boy wants to be an inventor. Um, so they're like, she's <laughs> dancing around, and they're like, supposed and to can I say the, we have a picture from like my mom took at the beginning of the movie, and it's all our, you know, we're in a line, it's all our faces, and have you seen it? I probably yeah, yeah. and it's just this mixture of like puzzled, <laughs> like confused, like anger this is while like, we were watching it uh-huh, she took a picture of us and really? we're just <laughs> <laughs> all of our faces are just like Whoa. like oh. i think at first we were just you're almost just sitting there like okay right okay and then it's like i was hopeful okay at first. yeah and then it's okay like yeah is, what's happening and then it's just complete hilarity like i feel like we didn't interact with each other at first and then we mm-hmm. there was slight like it was, it was like right thing? near the end. It was right when the dance battle started <laughs> where the, where these two like 12 year old girls, ballerinas on point uh, with like tippy toeing and ballet slippers mm-hmm. start this like dance battle. And they're like, I'm better than you. No, I'm better than you. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then in the background, there's like snapping. <laughs> yeah. So all of a sudden there's like West Side Story vibe ha- hitting. And it's when that moment hits, we were all just like, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> And then from there until the end, there was another like 30, 40 minutes of movie oh left. Goodness. We were just the entire time. And it didn't even just get bad. It got creepy. It got so bad and so like, creepy and so weird. The villain and, and then also just the, there's like one boy in it, that dancer boy. Oh yeah. Who is. Who's like 17 or 18 so flirting weird. with a 12 year old girl. Yeah. And not good. It's like, okay, I know he's not good. Like they're not going to end up together because he, he was introduced too late and had the halo yeah. around him. So he's not actually, she, he's he's like the red herring, which isn't a red herring anymore because right. we all know how these stories go. <laughs> but what was that one scene? Was there a scene I, on, by the Eiffel tower yeah. with the other orphan? There was something really funny about that. I thought there's the one, the one sidekick kid who oh, had, yeah. who had <laughs> the lift and the big old glasses. And he, and the, the one kid is, is trying to set up like a romantic dinner for him and the girl. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's and he it. asks her some advice. He goes, well, I don't really know. Frankly, women are a mystery to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was like this callback of the puddle what was the puddle thing oh yeah she she's trying to learn this there's like this the cleaning the cleaning lady for like the the best ballerina in, t- in the city um is teaching her how to dance and you find out later she was like this expert ballerina and she had like had like some injury and now she can't walk or whatever okay um so she pours this this puddle and she's like you have to jump in there and not let it splash at all and so it's one of those like, how am I supposed to do that? And then obviously at the end, it's like, this is like with grace or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it was, like kept. Co- it wasn't like a one time thing. It was like no. a continuous callback. And, it's, and it's, <laughs> there was even a like a montage of her like. Yeah, thing. there was a whole montage as it was introduced. Like, her okay, cool. We understand that like the passage of time is happening, and probably yeah. a month has gone by or something. And she's practicing jumping in the puddles. And she's day. getting yeah. better, but it's still not perfect. And then it's like ten minutes later, they're like, "Oh, that's still going on. We're gonna that's a relevant part." <laughs> back. And then another ten minutes later, it was like, "Guys, remember this. This is kind of relevant." And then yeah. when it actually paid off, it was like, "I, was I funny. know." Ugh. It was so funny though because we came out and outside after watching and we literally mm-hmm. stood in the parking lot for like an hour because we told our dave our director who didn't mm-hmm. come and watch it and he was like this is a so wait this is a bad movie i remember him being like you yeah. guys seems like came out with such we bright so eyed happy. and <laughs> yeah well he's like yeah you guys go see la la land and i was like what'd you think of la la land oh it's 
Oh my! I don't know. I just, and we just was... we took so long to process it mm-hmm. and try and figure out how to articulate, articulate it. Whereas bad movies, you're immediate like that was bad. <laughs> that was bad. Here's why. Here's how you can improve. Maybe this. we're too judgmental. I don't know. I don't but... know that that. But this was the movie where I where I this kind of revelation hit me where I thought if you want to get better at anything, <laughs> be look at the worst versions of that thing. If really? You, if you want to get better at carpentry, like at horrible carpentry, if you want to get why? better at To making, like figure it out in your head why you, yeah, how because, you make it better? Because it's like, you can watch La La Land and you know, it's amazing and hear all the things I love about it, hear all the things that work so well, mm-hmm. but it's like, but what actually makes it great? Kind of and then it's like, well now compare it to, to Leap. Yeah. Compare it to that movie. You can go through, why is it so bad? Why isn't it working? That's one of Pixar's 22 rules. But you can do that. Oh, okay. Can't you do that with good movies though? Like why you is it can? Good? It's just so much harder it's to just, articulate. It, the reason they, it's so good because they is because because all the elements are like those are simple mm-hmm. enough. It's simple enough to have good music and have you know what and what is even the music itself. It's its own yeah. thing, but it's easy enough to. But have, we didn't know like the camera was necessarily dancing right. around with the people. Like it's not supposed to stick out right but you learn that from interviews and then you're like oh and you focus on it and you're like the camera is dancing around with them as mm-hmm. they're dancing or whatever and it's one that that you can you can look at great things and yeah the pieces themselves are simple enough it's that they found this this beautiful mixture of it all yeah whereas bad movies they're like that's good that's good that's good boom and they don't worry about the mixture of it. They yeah. just show here here are ingredients that you like well enough, right? Yeah. You like you like dancing and some and some kind of silliness and Paris, right? <laughs> That's the movie leap. Boom. Whereas La La Land is like, and yeah, it, you like dancing and yeah. you like music and you like these old movies, but also here's other things mixed in. The thing in about and, Leap different than like the emoji movie or something is like it could have been a good story, but it, it was poorly poorly yeah. done. Like it, it it's about about like an orphan mm-hmm. who wants to become a ballerina. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And then it's goes very, to this, like, gets into this ballerina like prestigious school yeah. in London or something. It could have been like Paris. a Hans Christian yeah. Andersen type Paris, not story, fairy tale type thing. Like it could have been done well, yeah. but then it it goes even. I forget the villain. There's like this weird chase scene. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then <laughs> aren't they like on the wall? Like, they're building the Statue of Liberty for the last. It's just like all of a in sudden Paris? you go, yeah, the P- Paris built the Statue of Liberty. Oh right, 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 right. I thought you meant like if they're building. <laughs> However, in- it's inaccurate because it was originally copper colored and then it faded into green. And in this, it's still under construction and it's entirely green already. So it's like that's not that's not how it worked. It was mm. copper when they like built it in oh. America. Anyway, in Paris, you mean? Yeah. yeah. No, in America, they built it in Paris and then they transferred it all over. And it, when they yeah. rebuilt it here, it was still copper. And over the years, it turned to green. Gotcha. Whereas there, it's still under construction in Paris and it's, and green. it's green already. Gotcha. Anyway, people wouldn't recognize it, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, there's this crazy like. Do you remember that? It's where it, where, scary. Where where it, it goes from this? It's just one of those where it's like find a tone and, and pick they, a they lane. Have, like, I remember weird cuts at weird points. Yeah, they had a lot of oh, and then weird voiceover sound. Well, it was originally in French, I think, or oh. something. It was originally it released in a different language. Oh. So all what we were hearing was like English dubs and all that. So that explains part of it. But there were some really weird, like, sound effects that people... There was, like, a lot more... When animated, like, um, things especially, someone... So it's live... If it's live action and there's, like, oh, you know, oh, I went to the grocery store. That's normal. Right. But when you see an animated character do that, it's... Those, like, weird sighs and grunts and and stuff. And they're too far forward in the microphone. Yeah, yeah. It's And you can tell that that it was just... Like, I remember it being, like, oh man yeah and it's like that's really at one point they hug and and the guy's like "Mm." 
And it's, it's like, like no one makes that sound that. when they That's hug. That's what's creepy. And you can, That's and so part of it is, I can, you can tell it's like that wasn't recorded as a you just hugged her. It's just like it's get a bunch of random grunts and and it's wheezes so out of this guy before he leaves <laughs> or whatever. I mean, they literally do that in animation. Is like, <laughs> those kinds of things. But that works. Oh yeah, I remember when they're dancing. I feel he did that. Yeah, there was yeah. like, there was like just exactly what you just did. Just, it's so odd. It's oh, so odd. It, Anyway, okay. yeah. Anyway, so. I, I do gotta say I do think that it, there's value in watching bad things, <laughs> mm-hmm. specifically and partly it's a great time. If not you, if and you we're can. yeah, not just to be like huh, we're better and no, but we, can, actually, we know everything that yeah. about animation and everything. But I think it, it, so it's not like it's an easy task. But what's an easy task? It, making good making, animation. Right? No, no, it's not. But it's 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 a thing where being good at anything can be difficult, right? So being good at something that takes more work is going to be even harder, right? Mm-hmm. So there's plenty of skill in just the technicality of animation or film or uh, music or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. There's plenty of talent in the technicality where you just have to learn a lot of skills. You have to understand it well and all that. Yeah. And I think the same is true, but in a much more elusive way with just the nature of storytelling and how mm-hmm. they're structured and how mm-hmm. to how to find that perfect mixture of here mm-hmm. are all these ingredients that we like now how do we blend them all perfectly together yeah. so that it's seamless i mean that's what that's what all my favorite movies do is right. la la land at its core the pieces themselves i've seen in other movies ratatouille at its core the basic pieces i've seen in other movies mm-hmm. in those exact mixtures in the exact combinations with the exact ratio no it is entirely unique to those movies and that's why i think they're so great yep. is because it's entirely unique and yet so recognizable because i've seen it in so many you know i can say yeah, this part of la la is, is calling back to this movie and this is in that movie or whatever which makes us that's their way of connecting and being right. um what's the word collaborative with their audience right yeah, that's, there's and a, that's what art is. People think, oh, watching a movie isn't a no. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But good movies like that, yeah. Every type of entertainment should be that. Should be. Should, you should be able to participate in. Yeah. I liked. I remember when when when, um, I think it was right. It might have been right after Infinity War came out. Mm-hmm. I I enjoyed it, but I had and then there was like two movies came out between Infinity War and Endgame. And I had more fun just talking with like Logan and Eamon and Nigel <laughs> about our theories of like, how is it going to end? How are they going to wrap it up? What if yeah. they did this? Wouldn't that be cool? I had more fun doing that, just participating, hypothetically collaborating about creating it. One of the points they made when making it. Yeah. is to like, one, allow more time for the story to progress and also like Let have people. Let those nerds like you to, no. Hush. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, where was I going with this? You were talking about how movies can be like collaborative, hmm. even though they're like a set in stone medium. And once it's released, it's released. Unless you're George Lucas. And it's on the screen. They're not real, like right. live in there. But there's a way that you can actually participate in it by really engaging mm-hmm. with it and recognizing things and trying to understand things. That's why I think, huh, that's interesting. Because part of the, never mind, that's a different thing. You, you, you and your family were the first people that I've seen to like clap at the end of movies. And I thought that was so weird. <laughs> At first, like, I was really? like, that's odd. And, you know, they're not there. They can't <laughs> hear you. <laughs> like, do they know they're not there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it makes sense to me now of, like, you're participating in mm-hmm. the experience that it was made for. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. I remember being in the theater and you clapping. I'm like, oh, no. What I'm movie not was it? 
Maybe it was Force Awakens, I think. Really? I don't, I don't know. Remember Some for... Force Awakens, but okay. okay. Who knows? I just made a guess. Okay. I remember vividly. Vividly. I think every single time I've watched The Incredibles with my father, <laughs> the credits start rolling and he's like on his feet applauding. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> the movie is so good. Just the first one then? Or? I just, I think I've only seen Incredibles 2 with him like once. Or maybe mm-hmm. I haven't. No, I think I've seen it with him. Is that one of his too. favorites? Yeah. It's so good. It is so good. It is such a good movie. It is near perfect. <laughs> it's just, it's one of those, I say this about so many movies I love, but there's, that whole movie, it's like there's a little bit of everything that I love about movies. It's hilarious. It's beautiful. It's fun. It's exciting. There's actually, there are stakes to it. You're invested in it. Mm-hmm. You care about these characters. You want them to succeed. You recognize that they're flawed. You see redemption. You see hope. It's all these things about stories that I love, and it all exists within The Incredibles, and it's so well done. And the music? Come on, you guys. <laughs> Get out of town with that attitude saying you don't like that music. Get out of town right now. I didn't say that. Hush yourself. <laughs> Agree with me. I am. Be excited that the movie is good. It is good. The music is amazing, so, right? It's been so, so long Liv, since I've seen it. I remember watching that before Incredibles 2 came out. Like, okay. the night we were going to go see Incredibles 2 that night, uh-huh. and we met at Margaret's house, and we watched the first one. Yeah. And, oh, my goodness. I just love that movie. It is so good. I cry mm. at times. My, I remember my mom crying. It was such a little moment, but she just started bawling a little bit. The part <laughs> where, where... Can someone bawl a little bit? It was, like, a very sudden burst of, like, <laughs> and then 10 seconds later, she was fine. But... It was a very wow, intense, like, never... wow, you're crying all of a sudden. And I was like, oh, you're good? Oh, you're good. Okay. But oh, wow. it's the one, it's the moment when, when we're superheroes. What can happen? Ah! And then the robot comes down and smashes the bus and Violet and Dash are running away. And then she yells, fine, Dash, no! And then it comes down, it's about to smash and it shows Dash. He's like, ah, oh! he's like, I'm about to get smashed. And then he shows his face and he's like, huh? And it looks up and Vat's holding up the force field. And it's like, whoa, first of all, amazing moment showing Violet's growth as a yeah. character. And now she's like, I'm protecting my brother. I'm protecting yeah. us. And the robot's not able to get to her. And then he like smacks it and she like falls down and all that. Mm-hmm. And then he's about to go down again. And it's like, ah, oh, they're about to get smushed again. And there's like, he's not. And then Bob's down there. Go, go, bump, 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 bump. And the music's building and it's getting even better. And then Helen reaches in and she like straightens her arms out and pulls both of them out and mm-hmm. all that. And mom said, so she started crying at that moment because she was like, every mom wants to do that. Every good mom mm-hmm. wants to just like reach in and pull their kids out of those yeah. bad situations. That's sweet. It's so good. It's, it's again, again. It's just, it's so perfect because not only is it everything I like, I feel like it's one of those movies that anyone can enjoy. Yeah. Because my father sees it and sees Bob in the office and goes like, man, those jobs suck. (laughs) (laughs) And my mom watches it and goes, it's tough being a mom. And I watch it and go, I wish I could run on water. (laughs) And it's just so good. Also, the music's incredible. Bum, 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 bum. And then when he goes, Frozone, yeah. And then she goes up and he goes, Bob. And he goes, and he bounces off the car and he goes, hey. And he gets smacked. That's so funny. It's visual, so I guess it's not the right joke to share on a podcast. You just, it's, 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 yeah, that movie in Toy Story, I had like entirely memorized for a large portion of my childhood. I still have most of The Incredibles memorized. That's insane. Hmm? I don't know what I just said. My thing I might have said insane and intense at the same time. I don't know Which what came out of my mouth. Which would just be intense, right? 
I don't know in what. Stents? I don't. <laughs> I just. I'm just telling y'all. I don't know what just. Yeah. Okay, we'll listen back. Figure out what you said. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I rambled about The Incredibles for no, a while. Cool, I think that cool. movie's amazing. Okay. Well, I had fun. Did you have fun? I did. Ladies and gentlemen, did you have fun? Did you have fun? We sound. Yeah, we had fun. <laughs> I. Did you have fun? We're relaxed. It's yeah. evening time. It's a nice time. We're gonna watch Camp Rock after this. <laughs> This has been Between Takes with Opal Entertainment. I'm Olivia O'Neill, and this is Aim Driscoll on guitar. Thanks so much for tuning in. Tell your friends, and tune in next week for a brand new episode of Between Takes. <laughs> <laughs>